The views and opinions of the King Life podcast do not reflect the views and opinions of WWSU Radio, Wright State University, nor their entities. Hello, people, and welcome to the fifth ever edition of the King Life Podcast with yours truly, Josiah Willis, alongside my co-host and good friend, Anthony Lombardo. Hey, guys. Today, we will discuss the impact of the film Silver Lines Playbook, how it relates to mental health, different yet very influential video games, music preferences, and our plans going forward with this podcast. Anthony, bro, how do you feel about this new set we have? Man, it is sweet. We got the soundboard and stuff, and these professional seeming mics and stuff. Levels. Yeah, and... Uh, it's levels to this. Yeah. In case uh, you guys don't know what we're talking about, for our old, old quote, old listeners, you know, but sure. uh, we we have improved our setup. We're now going to be conjoining with the uh, WWSU radio, where you can hear us in the Fairmore and Dayton area on 106.9. Uh, and for those who are now listening, we also have a YouTube channel that is called the King Life Podcast, where um, you will have about the same dates for shows and stuff. So you can just watch it there or on the radio. But, you know, yep. choices. And uh, I am very happy to be doing this here. 100%. Me too, bro. We have been taking the past, what, week? More than that? Yeah, we was going over a few days, getting prepared and yeah. and and handed instruction after instruction, guidelines after guidelines, and so it was a process, bro. But all Definitely. it took was a convincing Anthony over here and about, hey, bro, because I think the idea was we were looking for a better space, a better like yeah. room for us to do our podcast and how we wanted to have it set up. And Anthony kept just just like we got to have it somewhere else and. Uh, I think it'd be much cozier. I wasn't if we, if being we angry that. at you, but you know, no, you're worried. no, you're worried. No, you're worried. I'm just, uh, you know, like acting in a sense. Like you know, that's you, what I we do. You. We we act. But no, I'm playing. We're playing. I'm playing games around here, you guys. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so um, it took convincing. Anthony was like, okay, around here on campus where we stay at, we we are, we are uh, attendees at Wright State University, and so Anthony and I had a good talk while we was eating lunch. He said, bro, we should go down to the Creative Arts Center. Perhaps maybe when we get down there, we could uh, record our podcast in a more uh, safer space, a more relaxed space to where we want to have to hear fans in the background, uh, us drinking water or eating snacks, yeah. or just getting anything interfering within our podcast where it wouldn't sound polished or enough. And, and this is, uh, for new viewers, uh, this is, we had a lot of trouble with our other space. We were in this yeah. like study room and... It got hot because we had to turn off the AC and all these other problems. But now we have uh, available to us all of the radio equipment and stuff. Uh, maybe you want to expound on how that happened? Yeah. So um, before we got to the radio equipment, it was all about convincing Anthony here. Uh, well, I wouldn't we say I convinced you. We but We were bouncing around ideas for a new space. Right. And I just said, how about before we get to the Creative Arts Center, we just go meet at WWSU Radio. And see um, if they have a space for us. Um, of, of, uh, of course, I may have overthought. I was like, hey, maybe a space that probably be near them, but it wouldn't be over where they're at. 
we were and, both thinking something like yeah that. something that was kind of like different outside of box and and i wasn't too confident or i was giving second thoughts about maybe wanting to go into the radio platform in general mm. but then eventually it went to oh y'all have a podcast you and anthony here both I can use our stuff. <laughs> yeah, they were being super nice about everything. And yes. They were, uh, it was just cool because um, they were saying, you know, you'll have to take a few training videos and stuff. Like, training videos? Yeah. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. We, uh, we, we want to learn more about how to do podcasts and stuff because that's, that's what we've been working really hard for the past few, uh, few weeks, right? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. And, uh, you know, they just gave us like some editing tutorials and stuff, and it's like awesome because they're giving us the tools that we needed to successfully have our podcast the way we want it to be. You know, one hundred percent. Um, and then we just re got to the point where they was having us say we gotta do this, we gotta go ahead and email this towards them, that yeah. information, and we put so much work out there. We we would we spent on this for like hours. Like hours and like day take, by day, it would take days off. Yes. to just work on podcast stuff. <laughs> yes, and that's pretty much how yeah. we handled the podcast. Uh, every day we did, we would use the pretty much the whole day just focusing on it, which ain't too great for uh, schoolwork and stuff. But yep. you know how it is. Sometimes uh, other things take priority, even if they shouldn't. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but, for sure. And we made sure to leave uh, um, the viewers, the current views that we did have. Um, the ones who support us back when we started doing the, yeah. the podcast initially, uh, we left them an update regarding our channel and seeing where we're going to be at. And uh, that's why we are here right now. Yeah. And uh, for new listeners and stuff uh, or old ones too, um, the channel will try to have a few video. Not, It's not going to have video. It's not going to have live feed of our faces, which is unfortunate mostly because yeah. OBS is a huge pain. Wah, 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 wah. Oh, well. Uh, we will try <laughs> to have some visual elements to help out over there, but uh, mostly this is going to stay audio until we can get our stuff together. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man. I had shown you uh, recently Silver Linings Playbook. What'd you think of it? Thought it was great, bro. Exceptional performances from Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence, Chris Tucker, my man, Black Power, uh, <laughs> and then Robert De Niro. Come on, man! Like obviously, yeah. Robert De Niro, he can't do no wrong. Yeah, it's a fantastic <laughs> cast. Um, uh, this is a what twenty or two twenty twelve movie something like that that's a good point but it's a really good movie the reason why i'm bringing it up is because it's my favorite movie of all time and um and he kind of like forced me he put a gun to my head it was like bro you better watch this movie for sure man. or hey i'm taking and, you out by the way i have a gun up to him right now but we'll ignore <laughs> that uh uh just had do you want to talk about what the movie's about and then i'll get into why i like it so much yeah um so I believe it's about a, a mental um, patient who was getting out of an of a, of a, into an institution. Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm about to say intuition. Yeah. Institution, and is basically coming out of it after spending um, his time there for eight months, and he's coming out trying to re reconcile his relationship with his his wife, who is separated from him, and uh, he also is someone who is diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Uh, but he's not convinced that he can, he's trying to bear himself. Like as time goes on from where he used to be and, and how, uh, he may have been a bad person with a certain reputation. 
Yeah, and he runs into uh, Jennifer Lawrence, but her name's Tiffany. Yeah, and she's also going through her own fair share of issues. Yeah, the movie is basically around uh, different people who kind of have... Well, I know Bradley Cooper, he has uh, bipolar disorder in the movie, and then the uh, Jennifer Lawrence, she's kind of like a... Uh, what, what would you call that? Uh, like a anger, like someone who will be placed in anger management or something like that. But it's not just that. It's yeah, it's more to it than her. Like sex addict as well, but it has a very particular reason, and it's a very good reason. Right, right, Um, right. But the she's a widow uh character as well, right? Because her 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 husband in a movie uh died, I I believe, after a car accident or something. Yeah. Uh, it's not. Ooh, is this a spoiler? Not necessarily because it's been out for years and you know, yeah. so like you had your if you chance. haven't seen it, you haven't seen it. It's your we fault. We aren't gonna go too nah, too much playing. into spoilers, but you know, it's all if, love. <laughs> if uh, getting the fact that Tiffany was a widow spoiled, which is kind of sure. established at the beginning of the yep. movie, so you don't worry about it anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But the uh, the story is taking place with these characters who have mental illnesses, kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, including his dad and stuff. And it shows kind of how their lives are uh, and how they think about things and how they ain't that much different than us. Yeah. And it shows it in a very, uh, in my opinion, poetic way. It, it it starts off really negative, and then at some point in time it builds to that positive. And that's what I love about this film was that it didn't show mental health in a way where and this is not me saying it. Of course, it's reality of what goes on mental health in real in real um, time. Yeah. But when it came to that movie, it showed that even with him having that diagnosis or that disorder, he was able to cope with getting better and, and improving on his relationship with not only with his his family, but then his friends and then um, people that he would get to know. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I love about the film is that it can relate to so many people that's out there dealing with mental health issues, but it was done in a way where it built it towards that, like that, that cliche, but happy ending. You know what I'm saying? And I mm-hmm. felt like that's what that movie recaptured. And that was the essence of what Bradley Cooper did wonderfully. Cause there was, you know, it was funny. He was pushing back from not wanting to portray that character at first, but he was convinced that it would be a great challenge for him to really do it. And he was spot on bro throughout the whole entire film, like the little nuances, the, the attention to details, the, you know, just the way he played that character and his full body language and everything. Was yeah, just... Bradley Cooper is awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> so is Robert De Niro and Jennifer Lawrence. I didn't think Jennifer Lawrence could really play a character like that. Robert but... De Niro is underrated. <laughs> underrated? What do you mean? He's great. Everyone knows him. No, I mean, like, throughout the film, he wasn't the main focus. But when he did have his moments to do, like, certain scenes, he was just so underrated, like the OCD crazy. I'm gonna just move this remote. I mean, and then I will say when yeah. it comes to the order of like the cast and stuff, Robert sure. De Niro's always in, on top. <laughs> no, no, I know. No, I mean, when I mean underrated, I'm not saying that he his, his level or his status isn't like big and huge, and we don't know him for doing movies like. Uh, you're saying Goodfellas or anything like that. You're saying he could be more recognized for this particular movie. I was saying that Bradley Cooper stood out to me the most as the actor that really shine. Um, sure. Everybody shined in their, in their own way. Like Chris Tucker even shined. He asked moments when he when he could shine, be funny and silly and all that. 
jazz, but Robert De Niro, the moments where he was playing the OCD character of just, I love my son, but I know my son, I haven't been around his life too much because I didn't know how to deal with him being bipolar. Or later, later on comes to find out that he's, uh, you know, OCD and he, you know, wants to watch football. He's touching things and he just has this, this necessity. But that scene where he talks to Bradley Cooper and Bradley Cooper's in the bed and he just pours his heart out to him and he's emotionally that was the moment where I really got emotionally invested into Robert De Niro. And then that scene with him and Jennifer Lawrence, when Jennifer Lawrence like sets him straight and lets him know like, hey, you're wrong for doing this to your son and Good blah, scene. blah, blah. And I, it was, um, bro, amazing. Like, brilliant performances by both. I cannot recommend this movie enough to watch <laughs> it so that we don't have to dance around Seriously. talking about it. Seriously. But what I do want to um, talk about is how is your mental health, my bro? Well, for me, it's fine. But I think uh, the point he's getting to is uh, this movie tackles a lot of uh, mental health issues. And it does it in a very good way, mm-hmm. I would say, yeah. because it humanizes it. And you yes. know, it's easy to, uh, when it comes to mental health or whatever, to dehumanize uh, people um based on whatever difficulties they may have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the, in my opinion, the exact way, uh, opposite way you should not go about it. Uh, I don't know if that's a double negative, but I'm not meaning it to be. <laughs> um, you mean well, bro. I yeah, know. but you, uh, it's important to understand that people are people, uh, even if they have difficulties in certain ways, uh, yeah. much like everybody else does. They should not be treated differently for them. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, everybody has their issues and all that, and so they should all just be, you know, recognized. And even though, yeah. uh, you know, quote normal people might not have, as least to that degree of problems, your own mental health, um, normal, not whatever. Uh, I don't even like to use that word, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should be taken into consideration regardless of how severe others may not take it and maybe even how severe you may not take it. If it's affecting your life in a super negative way, uh, you should give yourself some time and maybe start to rethink some things or give yourself some breaks or you know whatever you need. Yeah, and I also feel that too, um, to, to lead into the topic even furthermore, relating to my own, um, I have been uh, a victim of, I will say, like anxiety, depression, uh, isolation, um, and I and I remember going through my own fair share of like having just like and if, if I'm being just you know raw and and uncut, um, suicidal thoughts. I've had my own fair share of just going about that because of my psyche and, and minds playing like you know the old saying minds playing tricks, tricks on you and it's just like you have demons and you have these voices that's coming around your head and, and it's like you don't know what to do and so um it was for a while i i had a re-channel sometimes it, it, outside my YouTube channel where i do the reactions uh b- before i even did my podcast um i was just really like I will always, you see me on my on my videos. And you're like, oh, here's a smile, a smiling, uh, positive guy who's out here just loving music and everything like that. But behind closed doors, people don't see the depression that sometimes that's really on my face outside of it, or when I'm going to sleep at late at night 
and I'm crying or uh, I'm just really just bored or and just caught up in my own misery because of things that I have issues dealing with from time to time. But I noticed that when I'm doing like reactions or when I'm doing a podcast or when I'm doing outside projects outside of it, um, I feel like I'm getting my therapy and I'm being able to help myself out beyond having to go through actual therapy. <laughs> but I would love to have actual therapy as time goes on. But yeah, um, as a quick bit of recap, me and him are both uh, acting majors as well. He mm-hmm. he does communications, double majors, which yep. I, I'm not going to do that. That's too much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I've already kind of talked about this before, but acting for both of us in a sense is, he likes to call it therapeutic. I'm, I call it cathartic sometimes. Mm-hmm. Same same crux, basically, where yeah. uh, it helps us to kind of get by day by day sometimes because it allows us to step out of our comfort necessarily. Not our comfort, but it allows us to be someone different for a bit. Of our cover zone is what you mean? Kind of, but I feel like that's a different point. But sure. the idea is, you know, if you are having trouble – uh, with day-to-day things and stuff. And I, I also want to be clear about this. If you feel like maybe you haven't had a rough go of things or had a rough life or whatever, you know, maybe that's also a point of contention in your life too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you shouldn't ignore your feelings uh, one way or another. You should confront them and understand them. Yeah. Uh, because at the end of the day, the only one who can tell you about what you're going through is really you. And and rather that is for you to ask for someone um, help, uh, seek it, and and don't second guess whether whether you should not seek it because if you second guess yourself, oftentimes you'll be stuck in a box, you'll be stagnant, and a lot of times you won't be able to put the pieces together, fix it. Um, on top of that, uh, I also recommend if you are a believer, if you believe in God, or if you're just religious, regardless if you're Christian, Jewish. Uh, Muslim, whatever your faith is, um, go about seeking God and, and, and praying to him and just do something that will get your mind off something. Sometimes go outside and just do something that's very simple, like running or walking or listening to some music or, or you know, meditating. You know what I'm saying? Anything can really help you just so that you can get out of your, your, uh, your problems on a daily basis because we're all human and we face them head on and uh, it doesn't get easy, but it it can't be too hard for you to uh, challenge it and beat it and defeat that uh, that problem. Also, or issue. Um, <laughs> uh, as you might have noticed, he said he's religious. Um, I well, myself, not necessarily religious, but spiritual. Spiritual, yeah, right. Um, what I'm going to say about that is I am not so religious or spiritual. Um, however, I am very open-minded. The point of this podcast is to have different viewpoints – uh, discussed and understood from calm and collected manners. Uh, you know, we want to be inclusive, and the way to have inclusivity is to be open-minded and to understand other viewpoints. And so sometimes we will also have guests on, and we will talk about what they feel. You know, sometimes they're not all going to feel the same as we do, and some of them may get a bit vocal about their opinions. Kiss and point, Colin Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's a friend of ours for new viewers. Uh, But um, the the crux of it is that regardless of the type of person we bring on, 
and what their viewpoints are, we and everyone who decides to listen to us or whatever, I want to have an open mind and just listen to them. You don't have to agree with them. You don't even have to like them. But they're going to be on and the at least listening. That's yeah. all That's all anyone needs to do right now. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing we ask of you. But on a different note, bro, um, what games have you played that have impacted you the most? Uh, I've got a couple in mind. I may have mentioned it before, but uh, one's called Spec Ops The Line. Uh, it's a very, on the surface, it looks like a very typical third-person shooter uh, from like the, I don't know, early 2010s, something <laughs> like that. And it was made around the same time as Black Ops 2, I believe. Okay. And um, the reason it's so impactful is because the story itself is actually a uh, a uh, take on uh, games of that genre and shooter games in general. And it's kind of making a screwed up way. It's uh, If you guys know this book or the movie, it's ba- uh, some of the ideas are based on the book Heart of Darkness mm. and the movie Apocalypse Now. Now, if you know anything about those two, you're going to think to yourself, Wow, that's really strange for a game to be like that. <laughs> uh, just uh, for context, actually, I don't know if I can even give you context. Uh, think Vietnam War, screwed up stuff, that type of stuff. Do I think uh, screwed no, up? No, that's that's what it's about. Okay, gotcha. Uh, at least Apocalypse Now. I didn't read the book, but okay, um, it's they're very dark. Isn't that a movie? Yes. Okay, they're very dark, and uh, the book is taking inspiration from those. So the, or the, sorry, the game. And the game uh, is poking fun, uh, well, quote fun, poking at, you know, people who play shooter games and stuff um, to sort of, you know, almost as a way to zone out and whatever. And the story of shooter games, which is just, we're the good guys, they're the bad guys. Uh, we go here and we bang, bang, shoot yeah, them. Fight for rights. Kill the terrorists. Uh, justice for all. And it's questioning it's kind of poking fun at you while still being a shooter of like, you know, this is kind of screwed up when you think about it. Someone who goes through that, all that type of stuff is going to have PTSD and stuff. And it's, uh, it's just got a very almost gross feeling about it, uh, towards the end because more and more, uh, what's his name? I think his name is, uh, Captain Walker or something. He's got a, a crew of two other guys, and throughout the thing, they do more and more messed up stuff. Uh, He's under, the main character, right? Yeah, okay. and they do more and more messed up stuff under the belief that they're doing good, or at least trying to convince themselves of that. And throughout the game, even the voice acting and like the the hmm. things they say, it shows them getting more and more sick of each other and just hating the situation that they keep going in. And uh, it's supposed to be taking place in a like submerged Dubai, not submerged, but it's like in the desert and the entire city's been taken over by sand and stuff. And uh, you, uh, the more and more you play the game, the more and more deeper into Dubai you get, um, which it's kind of supposed to be, you know, emphasizing that you're going more and more into uh, H word. I'm not going to say <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's a, very, oh. <laughs> it's a very raw game. 
uh, and you won't, you don't expect that out of something like that. Wow. I will not say much more about it because you people, if you like playing video games and shooters and stuff, it's a very influential game for me. Interesting, interesting. Um, so I play the usual franchises. You have your Grand Theft Autos. You have your NBA 2Ks. You have. Uh, I'm not the biggest also, Madden fan. Let me let me say. The game's yeah. called Spec Ops of the Line, if you want to look it up. They came out in 2012, right? Something like that. I don't remember the exact date. <laughs> so. so, I mean, yeah, but it's, it's just they'll be able to play modernly, like on a, um, I don't even know if modernly is a word. But anyways, mm-hmm. if it plays modern um, on your system as far as like your Xbox One or your PlayStation 4 or 5. Or, what are you talking like, about? Like, if the, the game is available to play on Xbox One oh, or Oh, it'll probably 5. be like either mm-hmm. PS3 PS3. And like uh computer you can probably get on PC. Ain't no problem with that. So, it shouldn't be no issue. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no excuse if you want to play some older games, you play older games. I see a lot of people play PS4, play older games. I doubt it. Yeah, sure. Well, maybe. Uh yeah. I think it was around the same time as Black Ops 2. I think. Uh okay. You, nice. you you were going to say about I think Black Ops 2 came out in 2013. Maybe. It might. But whoever you, you were going to say about yeah. your favorite game? Yeah, I was just going to say in general like I play the usual Grand Theft Auto 5 um or the Grand Theft Auto franchise, uh, but I, yeah, I have five at home. I have, uh, what else do I have? I have Dota E 2K. I have NBA 2K. Mm-hmm. I don't play any Madden games. I'm not the biggest, like, NFL Madden guy uh, play, but I do play it from time to time. I just don't usually own a Madden video game. Do you know a lot about Madden? Uh, to some extent. Um, I it's, it's football, basically. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, it's, it's a football game. Do you think that game mm-hmm. in general has been very culturally uh, impactful from what I, you know? I, I say yes. It's very significant for those that play it more so than I do. Um, I can't necessarily say the same or pinpoint exactly how. But, yeah, I'm quite sure it, it has its reasons. But that's not the games that I usually go for as far as my go-to. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. my, my point in bringing it up was that I think that's another one of those franchises that have been very culturally uh, important for one reason or another yeah, because of it has um, brought forth the idea of, you know, uh, let me grab, <laughs> gather my thoughts. The it's, it's created a big culture thing because fantasy football and all that stuff, yeah. it's become a lot more popular and stuff due to things like Madden, 2K, all that stuff, mm-hmm. uh, because people are big into sports and the more yeah. interactive they can be with it, uh, you know, things like Madden and stuff just made it all the more enjoyable. Yeah, that's so. dope. Um, the only thing with that that I would like, like I said, it's not trying to be, you know, against right. or have like an unbiased or a bias, but I prefer playing NBA 2K rather than playing Madden. Okay. Uh, that's my point. I'm trying to get at with that, but I think at the end of the day, if it, you know, it's both both of them are culturally significant. You know, it's like those games, sport games. Uh, you can play your Friday Thirteens. I like that. Uh, I like my professional wrestling. Of course, I don't care if it's fake. Yeah, yeah. Just so you guys know, I don't care. I don't <laughs> care if it's fake. Call me out. Yeah, I'm a nerd. I don't care. Yes. Damn. So, um, WWE 2K. I play that from time to time. I have uh 2K. You know, I have 2K22, I think is what it's called. Yes, I have that. And then I have um, some other games regarding Dota uh, E. I also have, um, I'm not the biggest Mortal Kombat fan. In terms of, well, no, I'll take that back. I am a big Mortal Kombat fan. I just don't have all the Mortal Kombat games 
or let, let it be known I actually had me a game that I own for Mortal Kombat. But no, I love Mortal Kombat. I have played most of them, but I haven't played all of the recent ones for the past, I don't know, five, six, seven years. So, mm. um, but big on Mortal Kombat. And, uh, but more importantly, I just play my wrestling games usually. And I've gotten to the point now, being at my age 21, where I, I'm not playing my games as much as I would love, love to or hope to do them, like, religiously, you know what I'm yeah, saying, every single you day. You know what I mean? Uh, sucks. It's, it does. <laughs> College, education, focusing on your education. This is wasted on the young. Y'all, yes. Y'all wasting your youths <laughs> back at home. Some, mm-hmm. some of you. Yeah. Some of you lost them. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know, man. It's just it's crazy. I don't even have me on my own Twitch. Uh, I, I was thinking about getting a Twitch, but I'm like, no, because I'm not the most avid gamer. I don't think I, I, I think I would suck, honestly. Um, yeah, just be honest. Lot, lot I think I'm be Twitch players. Yeah, uh, and then the glitches are going to ruin everything. The more you play something online yeah. with somebody, they'll think, "Oh, you are just trash by losing." It was like, no, that glitch helped you, and 2K helped you. And so when I'm playing NBA 2K and if I'm playing my career mode, and I know I could hit that shot, that one slam dunk, and I don't make it because for whatever dumb reason, and I did exactly what, what the games told me to do, and and, and hold onto mm-hmm. the controls. That's going to really just set me off. I hate it. I cannot stand it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are there any games that you would say have impacted you the most? Oh, let me see. I say, depending on the game's genres that I play the most, yes. But I can't really, like, narrow it down to what uh, specific game I play. But it depends on what genre. So like, I like a lot of action. So if it's a, a, if it's a Spider-Man related game, I'll play Spider-Man, right? Or right. if it's something regarding Call of Duty, I'll play Call of Duty. I'll play Grand Theft Auto. I'll play the usual like popular games. I'm not the I don't play Assassin's Creed like that. I never own that Assassin's Red Dead Redemption. I mean, is okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, I never played uh. Uncharted. My my cousin may have had a game. But yeah, what what games mm-hmm. like affected you the most? Do you know what I mean? Wrestling, like, wrestling, wrestling, wrestling for the most part. I would say if if, if I had because I I played the most. Um, and the main reason is because, like I said, I'm a huge wrestling fan. Another thing yes. to say, it, yeah, he is a huge wrestling fan. Sometimes <laughs> when I'm hanging out with him, he'll be, you know, watching some WWE in the background while I'm working on some <laughs> editing or something, and you know, or AEW. I ain't got no problem with it. People, yeah, people can watch whatever they want. It don't matter to me. Yeah, it's like at the end of the day, like you know, you go about what you want to watch. It's your preference, and uh, that's pretty much why I do it. So. Yeah, speaking of preferences, uh, what uh, what music do you prefer? Hip hop. <laughs> yeah, I love rap, bro. I love like the, the the art form of it, the history, the culture. Um, educating yourself into being immersed with this idea that someone who has a way with words can uh, influence uh, a youth coming up. Uh, like the substance aspect of like positivity and just different topics that any and everybody can relate to. Yeah. Uh, also, for those of you who don't know, uh, Josiah over here has his own YouTube channel, Josiah Willis, uh, where he reviews music and stuff. Um, you know, it's a little, <laughs> obviously it's a different format than what we do here, 
Um, <laughs> but the reason I bring it up is because he reviews all types of music. Um, mm-hmm. He'll review rock, he'll review rap, he'll review you know all types of stuff. R&B, your pop. And uh, you were telling me before about how why you're so willing to be exposed to all types of music instead of you know where some people will just review one genre yeah so you want yeah. to talk about that yeah um my main reason is because i don't want to remain boxed in um when it comes to being open-minded so like for instance uh the recent guest i've had on my channel has been anthony here and Anthony has done at least, what, three, four reactions we've done on my channel? Something like that. Yeah. And uh, Anthony told me how he feels like everyone has this um, misconception, this idea that they got something, something against uh, musicals. Mm-hmm. And we really was, you know, <laughs> we don't want to prolong how we detail, like, why it matters. But it's just things like that that people want to look over and overlook all the time. Like, people think that, and I'm not saying that I'm the first one to do it, but a lot of times black, a black man or a black woman cannot enjoy listening to rock music if it is primarily like Caucasians who do music like that to, to that segue. But mm-hmm. don't act like another one who's of my skin color cannot do that. They can re-pursue that and go about doing music. But I just think people need to be uh, sometimes like, I know it sounds like kind of weird and, and it may come off a little political, but it's not as political. People need to be free thinkers. And I think people need to be open-minded to different ideas um, beyond music or, or what they go to as far as their music. So I, I get it. If you like listening to hip-hop, if you want to go crazy and, and, and shout out bangers and <laughs> whatever the case may be, that's fine. And if you are a guy who is all about the bars and lyrical, great. At the same time, recognize that, you know, with other genres, you can also enjoy like reggae. You can also enjoy gospel. Uh, if, you, if you like Christian hip-hop, it's, it's out there. If you are a big country guy and you're from Tennessee or something, I mean, it don't necessarily have to be you're from Tennessee to listen to country music, but in general, everyone has a certain preference of what they want to go to and a bias. However, I think sometimes being a little more unbiased nowadays can help us evolve as human beings just by listening to music that isn't our also cup of tea, but if we give it, it's just due and give it its credit, we can point out um, essentially uh, if it sounds good, it sounds good. That's my motto. I live by. If it sounds good, it sounds good. And at the end of the day, I'm going to praise it up and down if I have to. I agree. Uh, I think listening to other perspectives is something that's lost in modern day, you know, yeah, culture. Just because right now there's so many things and a whole lot of stuff in the world that has uh, separated people from each other for one reason or another. And I think no matter what your beliefs are, you should come to the understanding that you, uh, everybody should be more open-minded. Uh, yeah. You know, just listen to other people's perspectives. You know, uh, while I'm on campus here, I get approached by all types of people, uh, especially religious ones. You know, <laughs> there'll be these people from different churches and stuff. I get approached by some people by the Catholic church, some Christians, uh, I think uh, the other time I saw some uh, Jewish people on front where they were, you know, talking to me. And personally, mm-hmm. I actually like talking to those people. That's dope. I like hearing what they have to say. Yeah. And I like asking them about their beliefs because, believe mm-hmm. it or not, um, some of them like to get challenged. 
Yeah. They like it. They like um, giving reasons as to why they believe what they believe. And yeah. I, I like I like that they are willing to be open with me and bounce back and forth with me, not in a confrontational way, but mm-hmm. in like a, you know, if you want to or if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. On the flip side, there's yeah. some people on campus that uh, I haven't run into them yet, but apparently they go by the, um, in my opinion, very close-minded stance of like, oh, if you don't, if you don't like uh, believe in God and all that, you're going to heck. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, there's some that, that part. I remember just seeing it on campus early, early on, and, and there was people who were just sending out flyers of what, what's going to happen for those that's going to lead the damnation and all sort of stuff, like. I am a Christian, but I'm a spiritual being, and I'm not religious. I don't say just because I'm a Christian does not mean I outside of you know even my my YouTube channel or outside of this podcast I don't cuss, or outside of my YouTube channel I don't you know particularly you know go about you know getting caught out of of you know having flaws or being imperfect. Like I feel like at the end of the day I am an imperfect human being, and that's why I know for a fact I need me. Uh, a Lord and a Savior, why I need to have reliance on God, not just because it was instilled in me at an early age, but because as time went on in my life, the way I would describe how I believe in it and why I believe in it so much is due to simply one word. <laughs> it's one word, experience. And when you are able to be met with that experience and come to terms with it and your eyes can really, really see, and I'm not saying this to be like, oh, I can really see because I have a third eye. Like, <laughs> no, mm. nothing like that. But I can see the 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 way God shows Himself in a mysterious way that doesn't have to be overly preached. It doesn't have to be a sermon. It doesn't have to be uh, me telling you how I'm burying you or yah 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 because I have God. I have Jesus. I never proclaim none of that. I just know for a fact who I choose to believe, and if that means somehow getting someone saved or coming to know the truth, then so be it. But if it comes down to a point where someone does not truly want to go about it or they don't want to follow the, the faith, that's fine. But I look at it like this. They have their own way of getting there somehow if it's not influenced by me or rather it's just influenced by themselves individually. So, like, for instance, if Anthony somehow comes to the notion, oh, yeah, I do actually see God, and it's not based on someone telling him about it or his, his, his family telling him about it, then that's when he'll come to the truth of it. But I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, because you're not believing God, I'm going to be the judgmental, like, you know, person and come down you and say, hey, you're going to go through this, you're going to go through that. And if you're not careful, uh, bad things will happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you shouldn't wish that on nobody because at the end of the day, you know, there's there's an old saying about karma. At the end of the day, you can suffer repercussions and not know, even if you are in right standing with God, doesn't mean that God will not somehow tell you hey you're doing something wrong and he'll tell you without having to say words he'll just show you uh another thing when uh when we talk about religion and stuff by Mm -hmm. no means you know we've we've mentioned it before but we are not trying to impress our beliefs on other people no we are simply talking about them and that's that's something we we want to do by the way we want to talk about Damn near everything. Maybe not so much politics, but we might talk about things that are happening. But we're not going to say, uh, you know, we believe this be- and you should, too. We're going to just right. talk about it. We give our reasons for why we do what we do. And, and, and back to what I was talking about regarding music, I'm like how you, how you segue with that. Because even with music, 
there's hitting meanings. There's languages being passed down from different cultures. You have all types of cultural uh, 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 people who go about music in a certain way, whether it's subgenres or it's just the main drama being uh, incorporated with something that's contemporary or modernized, right? And so I look at it like when I hear music from a day-to-day basis, I like to just try out different types of music and listen to it and listen to a full albums or EPs um, because back then I wish I would have had appreciate music a whole lot more compared to how I, I appreciate it now. Um, but when I'm doing my reaction channel, I realize that there's going to be people that's going to tell you reasons why they are not Christian. And there's going to be people who are telling you why they are Christian. I do Christian hip hop. I do gospel artists. There's been artists who I fell off in the gospel who don't believe in it no more. There's been artists who have, uh, who just now came into it and they were mainstream artists and they were known for being very popular in the industry. And now they're starting to say, you know what? I come to knowledge of Christ and, and God and whatever like that because of this reason or that reason it could be anything miraculous but sometimes it can just be i just want change i just want to change myself for the better and if that means sometimes coming into it then so be it <laughs> man uh another thing this computer keeps bugging me because oh it's my like gosh. ben idol no we haven't we are talking on the podcast you can look at it but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh i i agree you yeah. know uh maybe not you know necessarily from a religious standpoint sure but belief system. Sure, sure, sure. Speaking of, um, how about you talk about why you named the uh, the podcast the King Life Podcast? Like where that comes from? Yeah, um, the King Life Podcast is basically well, King Life um, is a way of going about a, a philosophy I view myself in my life. I I'm definitely going to name that into something eventually and create that's my own brand, and I hope nobody steals it. Uh, <laughs> but the King Life podcast is essentially me and him. I believe that me and Anthony are both kings. I say that respectfully. I say that in a full confidence. And you mean, yeah, you mean not just us though. Not just we're well, right. not just us, but but the because we we do this right, and it's not just the King's Life podcast. It's the King Life. It's just the King is just it's singular instead of being plural because any and everyone is one. They just have to believe that they are. And I believe that we are all, you know, royalty. We are all under leadership. We all have, you know, qualities of being what a king is. You know what I'm saying? Um, whether that's, you know, how you view it differently or you view it a, a certain way. And God necessarily be about royalty. Um, but to me, it's just being who you are, treating others the way you want to be treated. Uh, it's all of the magnitude to be um, powerful in your, you know, speech and, and everything like that and how we articulate our words and, and express ourselves we are kings and uh, and for those who are not male you know what i'm saying they are females a uh, woman you're queens in my books i consider kings, everyone queens whatever yeah, you want to be kings queens you know what i'm saying and whatever you want to be whether you, you know that you know you go about certain different sexuality that's fine as well however i look at it like this we are all just made to be who we want to be and we have to believe in ourselves and at the end of the day that's all about just having faith in who you are or who you rely on regardless of what so yeah man uh here on this podcast we're about you know everyone's the kings queens you know everything else yeah it's the idea is acceptance and you know allowing people to express themselves the way they want to be and feel the way they want to be. Be different. Hey, don't be different. 
you know what? Be different. Yeah. You're uh you're different from everyone else. Be that way. Take uh take pride in that fact. Yeah. If if we weren't different, things would be a lot more boring anyway. Oh, so, we were all the same. Yeah. No one would be be compared for each other. I couldn't be I couldn't have dynamic. There wouldn't be no rivalries. There wouldn't be no feuds. We wouldn't have like no podcast. There wouldn't be no podcast. You wouldn't yeah. be able to have someone who's on a podcast uh along with his co host or, you know, or just, you know, hosts in general talk to each other about Hey, this is how I feel, and and you can probably say, well, this is how I feel, and if we didn't debate about it or have some form of uh convert convert commentary or I'll say conversation about it, then and if we are agreeing with each other over and over, then it makes it seem as if like, oh well, I'm a brown noser and you're a brown noser, <laughs> yeah. and we can't cite out a reason for our differences. Um, unless we have our, you know, we have strong arguments, but at the same time, it's not like we're getting emotionally invested and I'm so mad at Anthony down. Like, you know what? After doing this podcast, I'm never going to do a podcast with him again because he's just too this and he's too that. And he's yeah. highly opinionated and I, and I, and I cannot stand his opinions because he's so critical about it. Speaking of Colin, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know, uh, we've said it a thousand times, opinions, different opinions. They all matter. Oh, uh, we know about his opinions. Yeah, he social media he rants. Let's just know. Yeah, <laughs> but that that was a funny episode. The infamous social media rant. Love yeah. it. And yeah, speaking of social media, we'll be having um our podcast uh website done in the near future. We're hoping so. We're gonna have some help from the radio station to get that done. Yeah. Uh, we're also gonna be putting out our podcast everywhere. You should be able to find a podcast. You know, Spotify. Uh, yeah, Apple. I uh, ignore that. Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever else. These are I don't know. Uh, we'll just, make a Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram page as well, uh, alongside promoting this through YouTube. Is that the plan? Facebook, yep. Twitter, Insta. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, I don't see why not. As far as things of promotion and everything, we've been talking about this for a while, yeah, and trying to get everything set up. Like I said, this has been a thing which has been hard at work, and <laughs> now it's coming into fruition, and it's awesome. We definitely put the work in. What I can say, bro, what I admire about us both is that we, we had so much willpower to go about this podcast because obviously we're both passionate. Even though we talk yeah. really kind of like calm and cool, collective within you know the way we're keeping this conversation – is because and my oh I just did alliteration right there cool calm collective conversation that's great okay. anyways so the reason why we're keeping this calm right about now is because it's our first time doing this um at a, in a radio setup atmosphere um and it's cool though. yeah it's re- it's really cool and by and, the way uh, yeah y- you wouldn't hear where or necessarily but I right. I took a break uh in the middle of this and I walked over to like the lounge and there was a bean bag and I just slept in it for about a, <laughs> like five, ten minutes and then came back and I was like, Hey, where you where you where'd you go? Let's go. But yeah. Uh yeah, he was home up, up too much of my time, bro. I got I, I got times. I got things I can even met as far as my schedules, bro. Like you're you know, trying to kid, you do this podcast. Got you conflicts. Got going on. No, I don't got anything going on. No. <laughs> Besides this is what I have to do for, like, college education and past assignments and exams coming up, but other than that, uh, I'm yeah. not that busy. So, yeah, I'd be worrying um, about those exams, but besides I that. I know, I know. But, uh, no, we're just going to keep on, you know, showing forth how we're, we're very passionate about this podcast, which is what Definitely. I'm trying to get at. And we care. We take a lot of, you know, pride into it. 
and we treat it with such. And I think a lot of times as going forward, we'll just keep on trying to make sure that we improve each and every single time. So, no, we're not going to do this perfect all the time. We try our best to be as perfect as we can be. But until then, um, we just hope you guys can support us on this ride and we get somewhere eventually. Yeah. Another thing, if you want to reach out to us, we uh, are, you know, are on our YouTube channel. We always check comments. So if you want to leave something there, uh, you can reach to us that way or maybe reach us through Insta. Maybe give an email to that email. I don't know. It'll probably be in like the YouTube channel's uh, like description or something. Also, did you uh, did you ever get uh, to finishing Invincible? I showed it to him a bit. Ago. I did. I did, bro. Yeah, I did. I I um. Overall, I thought the series was phenomenal. Um, I hands and down. I mean, hands down. Like off the first. Remember how I I went off about it like last time. Where I said of the first instance, it was a Justice League ripoff. <laughs> yeah, making jokes about Batman. <laughs> just just oh a my black gosh. Batman there. You know? What was his name? Uh, his name was Darkwing. Oh my god, Batman ripoff. Yeah. Anyways, but no, um, <laughs> it was a ripoff. Yeah. But overall, no, the show was good. Tremendous cast, everyone from top to bottom. There are some points in that I left. I was left frustrated about. But for most part, overall, towards the end, I, I have a funny feeling that the series, as it prolongs towards the next upcoming season, which will be renewed at some given point. We don't know if it's going to be some renewed. Time. Even with this year, 2022, we're already what, we're in September. So it should be renewed very, very soon. and should come out later this they year. keep pushing it back. They but keep hopefully pushing that it. means it's going to be real good. Yeah, yeah. That, that's very true. When, I hope so. The longer it waits, the better it's going to be shown. So If they um, need the extra time, hopefully, yeah. That's true. And then they probably got to go about ideas. Writers got to come up with different inspirations. and Sure, sure. Yeah. All um, but mm-hmm. it is also based off of manga. So it's yeah. it's already got most of its groundwork laid out. Nice. Nice. So at least mm-hmm. we know, as long as they stick to it, that the story is going to be good. Yes. You know? Yes. 100%. Um, so like I said, I thought the show was great. From, from uh, a great, I don't normally put a grayscale or a ranking. But I'll give it an A plus. I thought, yeah, a overall plus, yeah. A plus. I'll give it an A plus. Nice. Um, I probably should say A minus if I'm being honest, only because I think Invincible, the main character, uh, Mark, he needs confidence. He needs to somehow stop getting his behind beat every single time. He keeps getting his, his behind beat, even when his dad, like his dad, pummeled like him almost to death towards the end of that of that series, and I'm just like, man. Oh, I cannot stand. I mean, man, I cannot stand you. You think you're just so powerful, like you can just get away with killing your friends and then you go about your life talking about, well, we're the true this or we're the true that, and y'all, 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 like you know, screw you, bro, screw you. But I do I love think, J.K. Simmons though. He's he's great. Yeah, I think Omni Man as a character is a very compelling and good one. Uh, but yeah, it makes him good. Good in the sense of compelling like i said he's very he's compelling he's an interesting character yes he is and but he, he spices up definitely uh he's he's the draw to that series i think he's the draw and he's like this main he's the main super villain to me i don't i don't look at him as a superhero to me what he what he does is not heroic I, it's it's thought it's thought in the first well, episode that he it, was a lot of it was i don't think it was uh you know kill all those people that you that you are being around with, and... but he uh, for a long time he was a superhero, and then 
he right, but now he's made to be a super villain from everyone's eyes. Yeah, it was it was a end. front, obviously. Yeah, but. it's like it, it's like this. My biggest thing was this: you you married your wife, okay? Mm-hmm. Your wife is a human. You are a, a, what's the word they they they're, they're called vitramites or something like that. Viltramites. Viltramites. So you're a different type of like form of uh, of of a of a being. You're not a human being. You're uh, a supernatural kind of like being in a sense, right? You had stayed there on Earth for almost two decades. Matter of fact, it was two decades, I believe. I think that's what it was said during the show, like how long he he he's been staying there. And you mean to tell me after two decades, you knew already it was the plan by the time my son would get older, by the time my son would become, would, would start gaining his powers and he would get into caught up into doing what he has to do for himself, that it was right for me to go as far as to kill all the other superheroes that I had to do after waiting for 20 years, literally 20 years, alongside your wife and your son, and you killed him and then to reveal to your son What's the truth about him and you and that your wife and he has the nerve. This character has the nerve to tell his son that he doesn't even care about the about the uh the the wife or the mother. He tells his son, No, I don't I don't I look at her as like a, a like a pet. Like how dare you? How dare you? I would I would be upset myself. Like imagine being told that by my own dad. How how would you feel if your dad even told you the same thing about that, you know, regarding your mother? I would I would Feel like, I, bro. I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I can't. Don't, I don't know. The gloves are off. So the gloves are off. Associative. I I I would feel like all of a sudden, you know, none of this is real. Sure, I'm on a different planet. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Yes, it's like, bro. I don't even know what. I mean. Like, it's it's all shocking. That's why it was. I don't blame Mark for feeling he he feel because he was supposed to feel that way. He's like, what do you mean? Blah blah blah. Because yeah. it was he was hitting him with so much. And it was just like Mark was completely overwhelmed. He's like, "Wow, you really did do what you did. You killed everybody." And I looked up to them. I looked up to you, Mimos, because you're my my father. But I looked up to him and to, sorry to you and them. And you have the nerve to say, "Oh, they don't exist. They don't matter. They are going to be left upon." I can't care about this girl named Amber that I go to school with, and me and her are mentally linked. So it's to hell with her now. So when when he when he said that, it was like. Bro, why why are you trying to change my narrative? Why do you did take my life? And I felt like mm-hmm. that's relatable because at the end of the day, it's like when a parent tells you, "Hey, you gotta play that sports. Uh, uh you, you gotta be playing sports. You gotta play football. You gotta play basketball. And you don't really want to do. It. You probably want to pursue music. And they're like, nope, sports. No, you gotta be athletic. You have to, you know, bulk up. You have to drink your protein. You have to just do it. But you don't. Your heart's not really in it. You hate it. You don't love it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's kind of like what I'm getting from uh, Mark's perspective is I'm a superhero. I'm coming into a superhero. I'm not like you, but I aspire to be like you. And yet you're telling me for what you did for all, in this world for literally like 20 years plus, it doesn't mean anything no more. So now we got to cast that away and then go back to our, our truthful place and then destroy other nations and, and kill them and be essentially murderers on, on earth. Or in the world in general. So it's like, that's why I don't have too much respect for Iron Man. Now, <laughs> keep in mind, this is the first season. I hope towards the next season we get more layers about Iron Man. And maybe, just maybe, I will be sympathetic towards him. 
I right about hope, now, I do not care about his character. I hope Omni Man is in the second season. I want I him. I want him to be killed. I don't. <laughs> that's what I want. I, I don't know how they're going to incorporate him, but I think it's very important that he's in the second season because that's what people want to see right now. Is more sure. Omni Man. Sure. But I see. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, like I said, you know, I mean, don't get it wrong. Some of the layers about his character is pretty, pretty savage. It's part I, I, of what I like made it. The show. You know? It is true. That is true. It's just that, we're <laughs> yes, you're right. Because yeah. you know what I'm saying, and it, and it does rely heavily on him beyond just every other character throughout the show. But I also like the other characters. I like you know just everyone having their different roles. You got the silly I ones and in serious general, ones. it's just a very good, well written show. It is, man. And it, and what I love about it is that they do showcase people who have strengths and people who have weaknesses. But what I love about the show is that there's an improvement to be made for everyone. And I feel like Omni-Man, I think this the theme throughout this whole entire series was that everyone needed to improve. Everyone needs to improve when it came to the relationship. Everyone needs to improve when it came to be a superhero, being committed, being dedicated, um, even having to accept their own flaws and and, and recognize their, uh, their wrongdoings. But... Sometimes even those who we don't think has the slightest sense of uh, of care will ultimately tell you, I don't, and have to wait over 20 years today to tell you that. Uh, sad no, I have no idea why he waited so long, by the way. He's Omni-Man. It, he he seemed to have taken out the uh, the Guardians pretty well. That's that, what I'm saying. What did you wait for? Why <laughs> did you wait all that long? And everything else. I hope they maybe expound on that a bit. Yes, please. Yes, because he took took the longest. He kept denying it. He kept denying it over and over. I didn't do that. And also, uh, throughout the show, I think he showcases that what he says uh, at towards the end, he doesn't believe because everything else in the show shows that. Um, And I think he's just playing it up for the last part to to act like he don't care. But then eventually, it gets the best of him and shows he does care. And then he runs away. (laughs) <laughs> so, you know. Yes, with the flashback of him and Mark when Mark was was a was a uh, uh, a little boy, and yeah, he's playing baseball. Yeah. And at first, cause he, he didn't want to be over there, right? Yeah. He was like, "Oh, I don't want to leave here. What's the point of this?" And then, yeah, yeah. But I think we're running out of time. Oh, hmm. can I give a review right quick towards Cobra Kai season five? You can make it quick. Yeah, was awesome, you guys. If y'all have not seen Cobra Kai season five. It was a great, great series. Came full circle for a lot of different things regarding the show. Anthony Steele here is a bystander of not fully watching the show, so I want him to grasp it and take it all in when he watches the show uh, fully. But once again, I can't force him unless he forces me. Oh. But he did put guns to my hero. So you right. Just so you guys know, you right. I'll I'll try to. All right, please, I, please. I've just you know, of course, I'm busy with stuff, but I'll try. I'll try. Por favor, yes, please. So, coming to a close, uh, it's about that time, and uh, yeah, you want to yep. close this off? Yeah, well, you guys, you know what to do, uh, subscribe, like, comment, and views, put your minds out there, this come, will be on YouTube. Come see us on the King Life Podcast on YouTube, and soon, everywhere you can find a podcast, you can probably just type it in. So. <laughs> yep, and we should have our uh, platform on what platforms again? For us? Uh, maybe Spotify, maybe Google Podcasts, Deezer, uh, Apple Podcasts. You know, like I said, everywhere you can find a podcast. 
and we are also partnering. We'll, we will get more specific to talk about it probably next episode about to, uh, where to find us. And we will also partner with uh, WWSU Radio Going Forward. Uh, they will also promote this on their channel yep, alongside are, having our channel uh, separately. In the Fairborn and Dayton area in Ohio, uh, 106.9. Alrighty. King Life, we are out. Yep. See you guys. <laughs>